Welcome to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Today, we'll show you how to use the spirit of love and self worth to improve the connections with everyone else in your life. This program is your weekly gift and it will keep on giving. You'll see. Now, here's your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Love Light. I hope you're all faring well. I'm Dr. Jean Marie Farish, and I'm so delighted for you to join us on the Voice America Network to empower your life with love and wholehearted connections through worthiness. We have a great show today, cultivating loving partnerships and relationships with an, an amazing guest. We all have an innate desire to be in and sustain healthy and loving relationships inclusive of all areas of our lives. Quite often we find ourselves stuck in repeating outworn patterns and beliefs that no longer serve us and we have a tendency to give our power away to others without taking personal responsibility. Relationships are like mirrors to show us what we need to learn to grow and become more empowered in our lives. And it's essential to look within and nurture our inner self to manifest the partnerships and relationships that help us become our best selves. Carl Jung, one of my favorite psychoanalysts, who emphasizes the value of one's creative forces and one's development toward wholeness and connecting with the inner guidance center to help us achieve this, quotes, your vision will become clear when you look into your heart and who looks inside awakens. I just love that quote. Our guest today, David Ortega Bezerril, trainer of high-performance habits, will show us just how to do this. David Hales from Mexico. He's the founder and director of Gene MX Health from Within with the vision to guide and cultivate in people a self-generated drive to master their integral health, helping them create a more conscious, loving, mindful, and enlightened life experience. He's a biochemical engineer, completed higher level training and experience in molecular biomedicine and pharmaceutical administration. And he's the author of his new book, Cultivating a New Generation, The Power of Being a Couple. So I am very pleased to welcome David Ortega Bezerril to Love Life. We are fellow co-authors in the number one international bestseller, Loving You, Life is a Gift. And we both uh, we were both speakers in the Giving Courage to Love Online Summit 2020, and David was an amazing speaker. So, David, I'm so thrilled for you to be here today. I listen to your empowering messages every day uh, that you post in our Lover's Line community that make me even more aware of myself and the importance of nurturing my inner being. So... Welcome to our show. Thank you, Jean. It's a pleasure to be again here. It's an, it's an honor to share this space and to give the people some uh, talk about relationships and how can they start mastering the world of this, of this paradigm that we have right now. 
You know, thank, and I'm so pleased to have you because now we're kind of in a, a, a limited mode, uh, in, I guess, semi-lockdown because many are returning to, you know, uh, work and school and, and different uh, businesses or whatever. And uh, we've been kind of shut down for uh, an extended period of time. And some of us are still pretty much isolated. And, uh, of course, I, I believe that these this challenge has really um, uh, either strengthened relationships or put relationships through the test. And yeah, uh, yeah and many are still struggling. And uh, of course, uh, I, I believe that we do have we do have a universal and collective desire to experience loving partnerships and relationships. So, can you tell us about yourself and what inspired your work? Yeah, of course. Well, this work that I perform in the in the book and all the the passages that I narrate in this story that is a fictional story, it's designed so that people can can see how life is giving you lessons every day about the things that you can do to achieve uh, a better outer external mirror instead of uh, just placing yourself in the victim seat and just watching the things happen. So my story in particular related to this topic of relationship started when I, I felt that loneliness when I was doing my master's degree and I was performing my, my studies abroad. So I, I faced that sense of loneliness and I started to, to face my, my own inner demons, sort of saying. So I started to see many things that I was not aware of, of, of the things of my personality, of how I was repeating cycles in my relationships and how I was struggling for me that pillar of, of our inner health. And that's when I started to, to go deeper into that topic, into the emotions, into the psychology that we have been building since we are children because we are repeating examples of our childhood and we are seeing the patterns and seeing the, the repetition of the, of the things, of the behaviors, of the beliefs that we uh, saw from our parents. So everything was clearer, everything was uh, shown to me stronger when I was faced with, with, with myself, with my own thoughts, with my own reflections. So that's when I was starting to uh, work more in myself to know what was happening, why was I repeating those things, why was I feeling that kind of loneliness, and also how was I doing the things, behaviors, and actions that I was repeating from my parents in the relationship? So that was a big challenge for me. That was a, a big stage that I had to face. And it is just when you decide yourself to go within and to, to challenge all of those reflections that you can work with that. Wow, that, that's so powerful. You know, we all have these 
conditioned beliefs and fears, uh, not only from childhood, but based on, I guess, different kinds of uh, institutions and societal uh, beliefs that influence us, that really grounds us in this foundation and beliefs about, you know, who we are. And, and uh, uh, many of us can be with other people and still feel alone. Uh, yeah. So can, can you just share with us what were some of the patterns and beliefs that reflected in, in your life? You talked about these patterns and, and things that you face, your own demons that we all have to face at some point or another. Uh, can you elaborate on those uh, patterns and beliefs that maybe we can identify with and share how you overcame them? Yeah, of course. Actually, well, it is something that is being... Um, shown to us through through the persons that we choose sometimes because they are very similar to the to the parent to the mother or to the mother or to the father that we have and we start seeing those characteristics in in those people and we got attracted because we felt comfortable because we well felt, we felt lured to the way they were because they reflect what we have. And through the passing moments of those of the relationship, when there are challenges, when there are disagreements, when there are discussions, you start seeing the things clearly that they they are being shown to you that you are just engaging into disagreements or discussions just like your parents. Just like your parents, probably you you chose uh, a person. Sometimes we believe that that person has to complete us or has to fill some void that we have inside. But that is the biggest mistake that we have. Or also, when you are being in love, you are idolizing that person. You are creating an image that you want. But once you face some challenges through the relationship, you discover that the person that you met some months or some years ago, it is not the same. So it is only through facing the challenges, through facing your own inner beliefs and patterns that you will start attracting different kind of people. And once you see those patterns of disagreements, discussions, or the, the same personality that you have with your father or your mother in the other person, that's when you start realizing that you still have to work a lot in, your, in yourself. Wow, that is so powerful. And I remember there's a psychologist, I think it was guest out, that talks about unfinished business, how sometimes we're recreating patterns to come to terms with maybe some relationships, like you say, childhood or whatever. So those are very, uh, you know, empowering thoughts. And I think becoming more aware is the key because a lot of these are so what unconscious and we're unconsciously motivated to and driven to repeat these uh, old patterns. Yeah, we, we don't seem to see it because we are craving some kind of love between quotes because that that is not love. Love has to begin with you. Love has to begin um, inside of you and accepting you and appreciating everything that you are. 
if you don't know yourself, if you don't start loving yourself, it, it's going to be very, very complicated that you will find someone that will make that um, completion or assemble the pieces because no one is outside trying to complete us. They are just themselves and they have to be also in that, in that space of loving themselves so that you can share experiences, you can share love. But it is different sharing than expecting the other person to feel some kind of void, emotional uh, struggle or emotional pain. So if we are in pain, if we are struggling, if we don't know ourselves and we just get in the hamster wheel of life, it's going to be really complicated to find peace in our relationships. Mm, that's very powerful. And I know from my experience, I realize that the most important relationship is really with yourself. And you can't really give from an empty or half-filled cup. So the more you love yourself, the more you can attract the kinds of relationships that your heart desires. Can you tell us more about this inner alchemy, you know, to put it in terms that can be simplified uh, for understanding to make it more meaningful? And how does it impact our ability to cultivate loving relationships and partnerships? Yeah, of course. Well, that, that's a concept that to me is very, very powerful because we are an inner chemical laboratory inside of us that is making mixtures, that is making teamwork, that is creating life inside of us every day. And that is the inner alchemy. That is like the definition of the alchemy that is happening within us. And it is made through seven stages. These stages are called, the first one is called calcination and is breaking the attachment, burning those painful memories into ashes and start being uh, conscious that self-pain and repetitive experiences are going to happen if you don't stop and pause so that you can see that repetitive cycles or toxic cycles that we are creating. It is only through a loss of someone or to very painful experiences that we come into awareness of those things. That is the first stage. We have to burn all those repetitive experiences to, to make it ashes so that we can start creating. So the idea is that then we come to the second stage that is dissolution and is taking those ashes and dissolve them into water. That is the stage where we are going to dissolve the ego, the experiences, the perception, the beliefs, the faults and the painful memories, and we are going to start releasing the structures. We are going to struggle. It's a messy stage also. The calcination and the dissolution stages are a little messy because we are working with those struggles and we are starting to detach from the patterns. Then it comes the separation stage where we filter the product or the dissolution that we have, the mixture, and we pick up the pieces. We start seeing clearly detaching from the emotional pain and we can see the parts that left from the dissolution process. So in the separation process, we are 
feel with some pieces, but we are able to detach from the others. So we leave them in the remains, in the debris of the dissolution. Then it comes to stage four, that is conjunction. And that conjunction is combining the elements worthy of separation into a new substance. That means that we, were, we are going to reintegrate the things that we have. So we are starting seeing now the things that work for us, the things that we want to keep in our new identity, and those are going to take shape into a new, more powerful, more empowering uh, identity. Then it comes the fermentation where we are introduced with bacteria so that they help us to construct a new self. So here is life that is going to test ourselves and is going to make us see with the experiences that we are having every day if we are really doing the work. This is the practice stage. This is where we apply everything and we start seeing what is happening inside of us. So that is the best stage because we are testing everything. And then it comes the distillation. We boil and purify the substance and we free ourselves from any destructive patterns, forms of the ego, planting the seed from a new unborn personality that is going to be created by discipline, constancy, and rituals. And then it comes the seventh stage, which is coagulation, where substances crystallize into a solid state. That means you are being born into a new identity. You are a new self. You are already empowered. Wow, those are powerful tools uh, to help us pause, release, what, uh, separate, uh, reintegrate, <laughs> you know, apply, you know, and kind of really look at reforming a new identity free from the ego and these old patterns. It, re it seems like it requires quite a bit of work. Yeah, it is. It is a, a work that has to be constant because we are always changing. Yes, yes. Can we do this alone or do we need uh, support? What's your recommendation? We, that depends on your personality because if you are very methodic and disciplined, you can do it just through a program that has been designed so that you can be guided. But uh, sometimes it's better to have a mentor so that you can, or a coach, so that you can have the help to see if you really are doing the work and facing the challenges. Mostly, it is just to be the guide because oh. you are going to do the work, of course. Great. Well, wonderful. I love our conversation here. We're going to take a brief commercial break, so don't go away. We'll be right back with our guest, David Ortega Becerril, cultivating a loving partnerships and relationships. So stay tuned. We'll be back shortly. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Flourish in love and master your life. Register now for Dr. Jean Marie Farish's Spirit of Love online class, Fall 2020. For more information, click the Spirit of Love class show link on the Love Light show page. 
Celebrate the launching of Dr. Jean Marie Farish's new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, to guide you in strengthening and embodying the practice of love in your daily life. Connect with us on Facebook and join our Lover's Lane Feel Good Now community and tune in to the Love Cocktail Minute. Relax, refresh, renew for support and daily inspiration. Life Care Wellness Pep for Angels, Inc. is a nonprofit organization to enrich lives and serve our community with emphasis on serving children who are hospitalized. Join Dr. Jean Marie Farish and Vicki Winterton in their global mission to donate My Joy Journal for Children in English and Spanish to as many children as possible. Order directly from Amazon.com and donate to children in your communities. Dr. Jean Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love. Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change. And flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love. And enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. Ascension expert Judy Satori's Ascension Library will activate your true soul and human potential. Access a selection of audio-based meditations, energy transmissions, and live-streamed video events. Transform your reality with popular programs, such as The Transcripts of Mary Magdalene, for heart-opening, beautiful, to radiate your inner beauty, and the body-balancing and physical regeneration pathway to become more energized. Ignite your spark and live a life of passion and purpose. Explore membership options to activate a five-day free trial. Visit ascensionlibrary.org. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Jean at Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Well, welcome. You've been listening to Love Light, Living in the Spirit of Love with your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish. And joining me is our guest, David Ortega Bezoril, founder and director of Genes MX Health from Within. And he's the author of Cultivating a New Generation, The Power of Being a Couple. And we'll continue now with more discussion on cultivating loving partnerships and relationships. And David, in our first segment, you really gave us some great points on this inner alchemy process and how to re- really go through a process to redefine our, our who we thought we were and to uh, look at a new way to emerge into a new and true self to have more desirable relationships and attract things that give meaning to our lives. And I want to really expound on the whole concept of self-love and self-worth and how that impacts relationships. Yeah, well, it is um, first the, the first stage that we have to, to face with, with us to start realizing and being more aware that 
we are the the creators of our lives and we have to be faced with those stages of struggle and repetitive toxic cycles so that we can start breaking them and start working with our inner parts and assembling the pieces of ourselves and accepting that we have to work because many people also get into the self-denial mode and they they don't want to see that they have to work in themselves because it is challenging to to accept that it is also like a shield that we protect us with making ourselves unaware of what is happening with us and we don't want to face it because we think many times that what has to be fixed is outside or what has to be fixed is the other person. But yeah, but unless we start accepting us, we are not going to be moving forward. Yes, that concept of the mirror <laughs> reflection is yes. so powerful because, you know, if you feel uh, this lack of love or worthiness, you're probably going to attract people to really play out that theme of what lack of love and unworthiness. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Tell me, tell me. No, tell me. Well, I was wondering, uh, what if people are kind of in toxic relationships or whatever, uh, can they rebuild those or, or, or is, you know, what, what's, the, what's the strategy for that? Because, you know, obviously if you're in an abusive relationship or there are a lot of issues there, you know, it's probably time to let go and move on or whatever. But uh, can you really renew or rebuild the relationship that's toxic? I believe that you have to be very honest with yourself first mm-hmm. because there are, as you mentioned, there are some uh, relationships that are very, very toxic. And if they are attempting with your, with yourself and they are damaging in either physically or uh, psychological abuse or something like that, you really have to get out of that relationship because that is not the way to live. And it is, or it can be, and acting like a drug because you can become addicted to kind to those kind of treatment or to those kind of uh, behaviors. And that means, that only means that you are really self-depreciating yourself a lot. So the first stage, as I mentioned, is to accept the things to accept the things that you are in a place where you need help, where you really want to move forward, but where you don't want to be in that kind of relationship. If it is not that toxic, you have had some struggles, some disagreements, and probably you have been like that for a period of time, then you should look for a space to talk with the person in the best way possible to set up a plan for both where they can compromise and they can talk without um, without insulting, without engaging into a discussion, just being completely honest and probably what works and has worked for, for me and for many clients that I have had is writing the things, 
when you write the things that you want the other person to know or the things that are bothering you, you are more aware of the language that you are using, of the things that you are saying. And when you read it, you can really verify that what you are just writing is not aggressive or is not insulting. It is just the truth. It is just what is happening. And it is just the things that you would like to work on. Mm. You know, I love that because it makes it less threatening. And I can really see why a mentor or coach or, uh, you know, counselor, whatever, can really intervene to work with uh, couples to, you know, really honestly take a look at, you know, these issues that confront the relationship that really has to do with each individual person. And it helps us move from what blaming the other person and staying in shouting matches where you don't accomplish anything. And I think the true litmus test is really how do you feel? And I think you can really see the changes and feel the changes. And if things are going better, it's reinforcing. Yeah, exactly. It Mm -hmm. is also following up because many times what happens is that people can or couples can talk and they have some agreement, but they, there is no follow-up. So if there is no follow-up, things are going to be the same in probably two or three months. Okay, what do you and mean by follow-up? Follow-up, what's, what's that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if, if we make, as a couple, if we make a, an agreement, if we write things that we, are, we want to change and we want to start working on ourselves, and then there has to be a date, there has to be a follow-up program of the things that you are proposing. And there has to be eventually more talks so that you can share the experience. How are we doing? Are we doing better or we are, we are still in the same place? Because if you don't follow up those uh, agreements that you are doing, they can just be as one conversation and stay there. Mm -hmm. I love that because it helps you chart progress, see how we're doing. And then, you know, are we meeting our goals? Are we getting better within ourselves and for the relationship? So it it really charts progress for forward moving. Yeah. And the best way also to to start doing these kind of exercises is beginning with yourself. So what are you willing to work inside of you what are the things that you really can also witness and see that you need to work and start with you when you start with yourself the other person is going to open up easier easily because they feel your vulnerability and they see that you are willing to participate in this kind of change Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, I think one point that's significant is the as you're in these relationships, is are both parties willing to take a deep look within themselves and make the desired changes for the betterment for themselves as well as for the relationship. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. They both have have to agree. <laughs> Yeah, and, and of course, we as we look at relationships, we know that, you know, not only in our personal relationships and with family or romantic partners or whatever, but 
relationships in business, career, our social relationships, you know, as we're engaging in fun activities and connecting with others. I mean, relationship Im- relationships impact all areas of our lives. Uh, is there any, you know, insight about that in terms of how we're, you know, confronting these different key areas of our lives with these different relationships, things that are working or things that are not working, or, you know, let's say you have a uh, a, a boss who's really uh, uh, what uh, very negative and really uh, disempowering. How do you deal with that? Because that is kind of like a some type of relationship or partnership or whatever for the business. Yeah, of course. Well, that is a, also an aspect that that is reflecting something that you are not seeing in yourself and. Also, you have to be aware that all the people have their own struggles and their own their own emotional issues. So, not taking the things personally also helps you to detach from from any kind of toxic environment because you can have a toxic boss that is negative and that is always um, complaining or saying things to you. But if he or she is struggling with something, you can also approach in a different way to to your boss and just pick a moment where you know that you can talk with him or her to face the, the facts and to tell him or her how you feel. Because when we are honest in any kind of environment, when we open up, when we say what we feel, the other person starts noticing their behavior also. Mm-hmm. So this kind of, this requires some degree of what authenticity and vulnerability because you're really you know confronting yourself as well as you know engaging with you know others in these relationships where perhaps toxic behaviors exist and let's not discount that. You know, we have to look at those relationships that are working. So uh, we're not just here to talk about those that are negative, but, you know, those that are working because we are grateful for those loving partnerships that really serve us well. Yeah. Also, yes. Uh, Mm -hmm. Appreciating those relationships. And sometimes those relationships can help us to open the other person because we have allies. We have those people, those positive people that probably are working in the same company or that are friends with our couples and they can sometimes help us to ease the things or to start making the the ground softer. So we can work in alliance with those relationships. We can cultivate more those relationships so that we can uh, help those people to get to the place where we want also to be. Mm, I I really love that because when you mentioned it helps the other person open up, you know, well, become, I think, more aware because sometimes people are operating so unconsciously, they're not even aware of their behavior and they don't even realize the effect that they have on other people. So uh, I love the, the, the idea of just bringing it to the attention because, you know, people engage in these patterns and really don't give it much thought. 
Yeah, exactly. I had a, an experience very powerful when I was in the pharma industry with a boss that many people was complaining about him. And I just took also that role of making the, the things to ease the environment. And I spoke with him and I told him, you know what, you have a great team, you are a very, very good boss, you have this, 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 and these qualities, but I have the sense that that sometimes you are being uh, driven to be more aggressive or more um, direct in the things that you say with women. So just be aware of that because I have the feedback of course, I, I didn't tell him who was complaining or saying things, but I approached him because I had a good relationship with him. And, and I work as an, as an ally for the people that was struggling with him. So did things change? What was the result of that? How was you approached him? How did he respond? And did it really make a difference? Yeah. It, he changed. He he started to to accept first that he he was mistaken, and he even designed this kind of follow up. He uh, asked for time for each person, and we could say whatever we wanted to him. And he was going to take note of the things that we wanted to say to him, and then follow up on that. So. It was very, very good. Well, you took a very, you took a gentle yet powerful approach with, with, uh, you know, just sharing this information, uh, because many times people are, you know, a little bit, you know, they don't want to really confront the boss or feel that they may lose their job. But the way you did it was so gentle, yet powerful, and it made a change in the in him and, you know, other people in the work environment. Uh, that's a great example. So, David, how can we nurture our inner well-being? You know, we, you talk about the inner alchemy and, you know, changing within. How do we do that? How, how do we nurture this inner self to optimize our the health within? It is a, an ongoing process that has to begin with... Uh, the will, the willingness to do the change, the willingness to start committing with yourself in simple steps, in easy steps, and in, in long-term progress, that you can see yourself as the person you want to be. For me, the easiest way to do it is making a checklist. What are the things that you want? It, it is easier many times to make the checklist for the person that you want or for the boss that you want or for the work that you want to, to get. So make the checklist. But everything that you are asking from the other person, from your boss, from your work, everything has to, be, has to begin with you. If you make the checklist and it's easier to do it for other people, but you see it, as a mirror for yourself, start working with that. Start compromising with yourself and everything that you are asking for. 
Mm, I love that. These are some powerful points. And, you know, we really do need to use those points, those powerful points that are empowering for us and can strengthen our relationships, not only with ourselves, but with others as well. Well, we're going to take a brief commercial break, so don't go away. We'll be right back with guest David Ortega Basuril, cultivating loving relationships and partnerships, founder and director of Genes MX Health from Within. So stay tuned. Don't go away. Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa. Play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. Best-selling authors international, news honors best-selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to PublishedMagazine.com. Ascension expert Judy Satori's Ascension Library will activate your true soul and human potential. Access a selection of audio-based meditations, energy transmissions, and live-streamed video events. Transform your reality with popular programs such as The Transcripts of Mary Magdalene for heart-opening, beautiful, to radiate your inner beauty, and The Body Balancing and Physical Regeneration Pathway to become more energized. Ignite your spark and live a life of passion and purpose. Explore membership options to activate a five-day free trial. Visit ascensionlibrary.org. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change. And flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love. And enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. Celebrate the launching of Dr. Jean-Marie Farish's new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, to guide you in strengthening and embodying the practice of love in your daily life. Connect with us on Facebook and join our Lover's Lane Feel Good Now community and tune in to the Love Cocktail Minute. Relax, refresh, renew for support and daily inspiration. Life Care Wellness Pep for Angels, Inc. is a nonprofit organization to enrich lives and serve our community with emphasis on serving children who are hospitalized. Join Dr. Jean Marie Farish and Vicki Winterton in their global mission to donate My Joy Journal for Children in English and Spanish to as many children as possible. Order directly from Amazon.com and donate to children in your communities. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Jean at Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. 
That's gene72farish at yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Well, welcome back to our show, Love Light, with our ho- your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish. If you're just joining us, we are with guest David Ortega Bezzeril on cultivating loving partnerships and relationships. Uh, David is the founder and director of Genes MX Health from Within and also the author of Cultivating a New Generation, the Power of of being a couple. And David, you've really given us some empowering uh, points and information to help us really look at ourselves to go within and cultivate uh, love within for healthier relationships with ourselves and also others whom we encounter in our daily lives. Can you tell us what are some of the most maybe empowering lessons you've had to pivot from chaos to joy? Uh, You can share maybe personal uh, messages or maybe lessons from working with others. Yeah, of course, Jean. Uh, I think that the most powerful lessons that I have had is um, making peace with what is happening with, with yourself. And with myself, no, those has been the most amazing experiences. I, I really remember one particular example that that I have in a, in a separation that I that I had a couple, well, some years ago, <laughs> and I I was struggling with 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 the things that was happening. I was realizing what was happening in my life. And I took uh, a break of one year, not seeing anyone, not dating anyone, not looking for anyone, just working in myself. And that experience what was so relief for me because I was faced with the experience of noticing every kind of pattern, every kind of thing that I was doing and repeating um, and struggling, of course. And I was, that was the moment where I became more spiritual in, in the sense of meditating more and start going inside of those struggling experiences from my childhood and from the relationships that I have, that I had already. So, Making peace with the present moment, beginning with the present moment, is the most empowering experience. When you detach from everyone, detach from the patterns, detach from even your environment, and you take a break and you go outside, you go somewhere where you can have some quality time with yourself. When you start listening to your thoughts, when you start facing the kind of loneliness that can give you some wisdom from within. Wow, I really love that because peace is the foundation. And I think sometimes we uh, confuse loneliness with aloneness and being alone with yourself is quite powerful. And you know, this taking time, this pause and taking the spiritual time to really connect with yourself. And it made me think about, you know, in our society, sometimes people feel like 
uh, gosh, if you're not in a partnership or if you're not in a relationship, something's wrong with you or, you know, maybe you're not uh, worthy or whatever. And some people feel that way. I've had people say to me, well, you know, I I can't stand to be alone. I, I have to have a relationship. And, uh, you know, this what you're talking about is so empowering, making peace with yourself, finding those avenues to connect with yourself, be in nature, you know, really hear yourself uh, connect within. uh, That's so, so powerful. Uh, So I think we have to really challenge those what's uh, your personal beliefs, like you say, those faulty beliefs that you have that that shape you throughout your life. These conditioned beliefs and 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 fears that you have about relationships and partnerships by being taking this a long time. You really uh, what confront yourself. (laughs) That's powerful. Yeah, exactly. It is. It is by facing that peace and that detachment from everything that you can start noticing um, making your movie to become a slow motion. <laughs> mm, mm, I like that. And you mentioned about, about being present. Uh, by taking the pause, you connect more with yourself and you are become more aware of what how you're thinking, how you what how you're feeling, what you're doing. And in that present moment, to take that time, you can really hear what the, the inner guidance uh, to help you move forward in your life. Yeah, it is, it is always speaking to us, that voice, that intuition, that is your heart wisdom that is speaking. And if you don't listen, if you don't pay attention to your, to your own voice, it's going to be hard for you because you are going to be engaging those cycles. So just by allowing present, allowing moments of peace, you will be able to start listening to the messages that come from your heart and that are telling you that you need to stop and you need to start uh, owning the love that you want first for you and working in you. When you start working in you and when you start taking that path of reconstructing yourself everything outside will start to change Mm. and what you yearn for before changes (laughs) and you know so this peace and presence and i think another aspect is really finding that joy because some people believe that gosh in order for me to be joyful i have to be connected with people and relationships but i think it's so important for you to find that joy within yourself or find it you know, connect to your outside world and find that joy through nature or dance or creativity, writing, you know, things that perhaps lay dormant, uh, you can resurrect those in yourself. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Those things are the positive things that also you know that make you feel better. Yes. Music, nature, uh, just not being in the same stressful environment makes a change and opens up yourself so that you can start um, walking the path. Yes, yes. And fortunately, we've had time with our uh, challenge that we've experienced worldwide to take a pause. And it really is an opportunity to reconnect with ourselves and, you know, really, you know, sort ourselves out to have a better, uh, to create what we, our hearts desire. 
so tell us more about your work. Do you work with individuals, your uh, groups? Uh, tell us about your work. Yeah, right now I'm, I'm releasing programs that are constructed to, to guide people through the hands. They are called Growing from Within. And these programs are designed to work in 66 days, the installation of a habit. Well, it is not one habit. It is five core habits, which are based on the five core areas of the inner health that I, that I work through the Genes MX company. And they are nutrition, making you aware of how you eat. It is not dieting. It is not um, <laughs> following uh, trending things, it is realizing and understanding how the nutrients can help you nurture your body. Then it comes the metabolism and exercise. So understanding that we are a complete world of inner chemistry, understanding those pathways, understanding your microbiota, your sleep cycles, your hormones, your chronic diseases that can be triggered by the way you live and the way you uh, are having a sedentary lifestyle. And then we are getting to the emotions. So facing your emotions are and understanding the messages that the emotions are giving you because the emotions are the byproduct of the thoughts. So if you realize that you are having toxic thoughts, that's why you are having toxic emotions and you are having toxic behaviors and conducts and a personality. And then we go to the spiritual area, to the meditation and consciousness, so making you more aware of the things that are happening. And finally, the consequence is the abundant life. So I help people through an everyday lesson and PDFs and audio lessons and meditations and deep sessions explaining each of the pillars to empower themselves and to create this calcination and this alchemy process. Oh, great. So how can we connect with you, your website? or? or, or? Yes, uh, the website is www.davidortegab.com. That's that's where I have all the programs and okay. all the explanation of everything. And okay. you can also connect with me through the uh, Facebook page and social media. Okay. Now you have a special giveaway. Can you share that? Yes. I have a book, a, a book, an e-book that I can give away. And I will give it to the first person that writes to my email, which is info at davidortegab.com. All right. Well, David, thank you so much for joining me today, uh, working on changing that chemistry within so that we can attract our heart's desires. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jean. I'm okay. honored to be again. Uh, returning guest. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. So today we've really been inspired by David Ortega Bezaril. We are the attracting catalyst for, for what is manifesting in our lives. Be aware and go within. Take responsibility for yourself and your life. Tune in next week with guest Selena Matreya. Turn judgments 
into blessings. Visit my website blog page, www.jeanfarisjourney.com for your weekly love practice exercises and send me your insights about our show and the results of your love life exercise. Email your comments to jean72farish at yahoo.com and I'll share them live on my show. I look forward to hearing from you. Much gratitude to the Voice America team for making this show a reality and shining their love light around the world. Nurture your inner self. Make peace with yourself. It begins with the man in the mirror. Love yourself and see your life transform and attract the relationships you desire. Remember, an empowered self is a loving self and keep your love light shining. Thanks for tuning in today. Thank you for listening to Love Light This Week. Be sure to join Dr. Jean Marie Farish again for another program next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a wonderful week filled with love, self-worth, and better connections.